Hello and welcome to this episode of the Tiger Shulman Smithtown Podcast. I'm Sensei James Leonelli, owner and head instructor of Tiger Shulman's in Smithtown. Today, I'm joined with one of my students, John, another one of the adult students from my program, who I think has a great story that everybody can learn from. So, John, please say hello. Hi, how you doing? All right, so John, please tell us a little bit about your background outside of and before you came to classes with us. Uh, all right, I'm uh, 52 years old. Uh, I'm a uh, journeyman carpenter, and um, I hold the title of maintainer, civil service title, and I work on a maintenance crew for a school district out in Nassau County. We do all of the um, facilities and buildings, uh, maintenance, uh, electrical, plumbing, construction, anything that uh, doesn't have to go out on bid, uh, we do in-house. So. Awesome. Sounds like a very physical job. Yeah, it is. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Now, like our last guest, like Steve, last week, you also started out as a parent in the lobby. What brought your family here originally? Um, I was looking to get my children into a uh, martial arts program. Uh, I have, you know, as you know, twins, and uh, my daughter decided not to, which is a little disappointing, but I wanted to get them into a martial arts program because I think that this type of atmosphere breeds good self-discipline, self-confidence, and also, obviously, I want my son to be able to learn how to defend himself, you know, if somebody wants to take advantage of him or bully him, you know, in exactly. any way. As a parent, that's your greatest your greatest responsibility is to be able to take care of your kids yeah, no, and absolutely. make it so they can take care of themselves. Right. I looked at Tiger Shulman, you know, he, they saw the commercial for Tiger Shulman right away, and they wanted Tiger, Tiger, Tiger. So, okay, I started asking a few questions. I asked a few people uh, that were going to a couple of different schools. And um, I looked into Tiger Shulman, and I liked the fact that I, it seemed to me that Tiger Shulman was um, gearing their training now towards a more modern mixed martial arts. Mm -hmm. And I liked the fact that they had kickboxing and the grappling or jujitsu, because I, th in my opinion, I think those are two of the best bases for a practical self-defense system. So it was a good fit. Yeah, absolutely. It's what we always gear for. We, we never, as, t as a martial art, we never want to be rooted in the past just to be rooted in the past. Now, if, as I recall, didn't you start with Steve, who we talked to last week? Yeah, uh, yeah, I did. You, you know, I was out in the gallery, you know, I was out in the gallery watching my kid, and, uh, you know, I was not in good shape. And, um, you know, uh, you know, I'll give you a little bit of background on that. You know, I went to my doctors, you know, and he basically, I was, at one point I was pushing like 300. And I uh, went to do my yearly physical, and my doctor told me, look, you know, if we don't get this under control, you're going to be looking at high blood pressure medication. You're going to be heading towards diabetes, you know, and I did not want any of that. So um, it, it was like almost like the perfect storm because right around that time, Mother's Day was coming up. You're offering the Mother's Day um, class, and then after that, you have you know for the Father's Day class and everything. So my wife came to the Mother's Day class, and she knows me. She came to me and she said, "Look, you need to go to the Father's Day class because I this I think you're gonna like this. I think this is something you could do." And Logan started asking me, and then obviously you're over there pointing the finger. When are you getting on? <laughs> so yeah, I jumped into the Father's Day class and. Uh, it was rough. It was a rough class. But um, I tell people this story. They don't believe me. They think I'm embellishing a little bit for effect, which I'm not. I did the class. Um, when we, we were done with the class, you know, it was rough. And when we were done and we were doing the cool-down stretching and you were, you were playing your music and you were giving your motivational talk. And as I got my breath, I caught my breath back and I was breathing and just stretched and relaxed. And there was a moment of just, like, just relaxation and, and like, calm, just and I knew right then and there, you know, at that moment, I said, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to come here and give this a try, you know. And 
what, like four years later, I'm still here? Yeah, something like you that. Know, yeah. You were in the military. But in the yeah, military. yeah, I was in the military when I was younger, when I was a young man. I served there in Desert Shield, Desert Storm. I always kept myself in good condition. But, you know, time goes on. I had a, an injury back in 08, a severe injury to my uh, right calcaneus. And I kind of let that with life and everything else, I kind of use that as an excuse to kind of go by the wayside. So I kind of let myself go, you know, a bit of laziness and using that as an excuse. So I really, really, you know, needed to get into something, and, I, and I'm just glad I found this, you know. Absolutely, and I mean, that's what happens to most people. Most people have some little hiccup in their life, some little thing that just throws them off the path, and that's all it takes to throw them onto a completely different path altogether. Yeah, no, absolutely. You know, things happen, and then you can either go with it or you can let it take, you know, take over. I kind of did. I kind of let it get the better of me, you know, mm -hmm. back then. And that just makes you human, just yeah. like every other person. Now, you've been really, really consistent throughout your training. Tell me about some of the landmarks that you've hit throughout your training. Um, there's been a bunch, you know. Um, Little things, too, I consider landmarks. Other people might laugh at, but like when, I, when we were coming and I was starting to get my cardio and starting to get into shape, all of a sudden I realized, wow, we're doing crunches and I can keep my feet up off the mat. You know, that to me, that was like a victory. It was like, yeah, <laughs> you know. And then I did a 90-day, and um, I wanted, I set a goal in a 90-day. I listened to you, you know, set a realistic goal. Don't set a goal that's going to be unattainable. Set a realistic goal and work towards that goal. And I wanted to get down below 220 and I was about 250 when we started 249 250 when we started and uh on the way in the last day yeah I weighed in at 214.5 that was like a land that was like just unbelievable for me you know I couldn't believe I actually got down and broke that 220 mark so I was like super super psyched I vividly remember your face on that yeah, yeah it was, that was such a, I remember how excited you were about oh that. yeah I couldn't believe it and you were so disciplined throughout the challenge about yeah. weighing yourself, making sure you didn't do it outside, yeah, no. making sure you did it on our scale consistently day after day. Yeah, I think people, you had mentioned that. I listened to you during the classes we were taking, and don't weigh yourself every day because you're, you're not going to see a gain and you're going to get upset. You're gonna, you, know, you might have a setback or you might plateau. So I just weighed myself consistently like every week or every other week, you know. And, and it was good. It worked out. Yeah, I remember, like, you did almost a happy dance coming off that yeah. scale that day. <laughs> yeah. Even, even Logan, uh, came, Logan being John's son, I uh, came into class the next day, and he was all bragging on his dad. My dad did a really good job in the 90-day challenge. It's always awesome when you do something like that with your son and have that big, that big impact in him. Yeah, no, that was part of the reason to come in, too. I wanted to, you know, also set an example. Look, I go to work every day. I, I leave the house 4, 4.30 in the morning. I work all day and then come home. I go get cleaned up, and I come to my class. So... You know, you got to get up and go to your class, you know. Exactly. When he sees daddy does it too after a hard day of work, he knows yeah. he has to do it too. There's no excuse. Plus, what does a kid listen to? They listen to little, but yeah. they follow they what follow. they say. Right. You know, it's like a parent who is smoking telling their kids they should never smoke. It's much easier if you're a non smoker, you never have to say anything because your kids just see that you don't smoke. Now, recently you had a pretty big curveball that life threw your way. Want to tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, uh, unfortunately, uh, this past July, it was actually July 2nd, um, I was at work, and uh, we were getting ready to do a pretty big project, so I was looking at the prints, and I went back to my shop to get uh, materialists together and to uh, get some equipment, and as I was entering the shop, an overhead door that leads into our shop malfunctioned, and when it did, it basically took my arm with it. Yeah. And uh, I ended up with a pretty significant injury yeah, on my so left shoulder. For a visual, picture like one of those giant industrial garage doors, one of those big metal kind of things. And uh, as John described it to me, he went to give that door a real good pull, 
it got stuck. And uh, as he pulled, his body went, but his arm kind of stayed behind. Right. It came off the tracks. It just stopped dead. And, you know, I was pulling with my force. So, yeah, kind of ripped my shoulder out. Yeah. So you, you, you had a pretty severe shoulder injury. Yeah. Yeah. And you were out on the shelf. How long were you on the shelf for? Um, I was actually out about seven months. I'm actually still recovering now. I, I came back early. I went back to work early because they were trying to keep me out longer. You know, we thought the injury originally was just a cuff tear. And when I, I said, okay, no problem, it's a cuff tear, all right? And then it ended up being a lot more labrum, upper bicep tendon, displaced bicep. So it ended up turning to more. So I was out for about uh, seven months. Yeah, that, that, that extra hiccup along the way of that misdiagnosis in the beginning only made the process right, right. Uh, uh, worse. So what was going on with you mentally after the injury? Well, like I said, for, at first I was okay because, you know, I went in, I got looked at. They said, oh, you have a cu- partial cuff tear. And, uh, you know, we give it a shot of cortisone, which I really didn't know too much about. And like, but, okay, I talked to a bunch of people. You do a shot and you do therapy. So I was figuring from the doctor and everything, okay, a month or a month and a half with the therapy. Then I'll come back here and add that in and start to try to, you know, rehab or whatever. But um, so I was in a good place, kind of. But then all of a sudden, I think it was, I got the shot and it was, I think, four or five days in between the shot and the first therapy session i was okay but about a week into therapy all of a sudden things just went downhill it started swelling and that's when you know with the second opinion they saw the other damage they sent me for another mri with a contrast and we learned about the labrum the upper bicep tendon the uh, marrow edema that was causing uh scraping inside there they had to go in you know and, and scrape out so my my mental state at that point dropped pretty quick you know when the reality set in that you know you're going to be out of work for a while and and forget about you know work or training or anything so yeah it went downhill pretty quick from there yeah and what i'm sure only exacerbated it is that you're a fixture in the lobby whenever your son's here either yourself or your wife are always here and very often it's you because he's he's daddy's boy who'll be kidding (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) how did it feel uh, uh watching your classmates come and go to classes you had to be a little antsy on the sidelines you know i was i'm I like seeing them coming, you know, but and and I would see them, and you know, obviously I'm like, yeah, I like to see everybody and everything, and 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 then kind of in the back of my head, it's like, man, you know, I'm I'm missing out, you know, I haven't been here, I can't come here, you know, I I put in a lot of work to get to where I was, and now I just got to sit here and watch everybody, so it's kind of rough, mm-hmm. but I mean, it was good, you know, I wasn't not going to come, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and one thing Steve mentioned last week when we talked, he and I was the community that we have in the school. And I know you stayed very involved in the community. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. We have, um, well, like you said, I'm here all the time with my son. So I would see my classmates coming and going in their classes. And then we also have a chat room. uh, You know, uh, we have a a group chat that everybody's involved with. So I'm always on there. We're always on there talking. And everybody's always, you know, how you doing? Who's coming? Who's not? Who's missing class? You know, you want to get together? Let's go find Doug down at Croxley's. You know, uh, Doug and Steve go to Napa's a lot and uh, watch uh, fights or or, uh, bands and stuff. So, yeah. Everybody's just, you know, talking and, and getting together on everything, making sure everybody's doing good and staying in touch and everything. And so it's a real solid, solid group here. So know. how did that community help you through that, that, that tough time mentally? Um, it was good because everybody was, you know, giving me a lot of um, a lot of positive feedback, you know, a lot of positive vibes. You know, stay strong, don't don't let it get you down, do what you have to do, come back. You know, obviously Alina is a, is a physical therapist, and, you know, she told me, yeah, you're going in the right direction, you're doing the right thing, you know what I mean? So um, just talking to everybody and knowing that everybody was like, yeah, you know, you're going to come back, you know, you're going to make it back, just do that. That was a bonus, you know, that helped a lot, you know. 
Exactly. We, we all need positive words of encouragement in our low moments, and it's always nice when we have that even outside of our home. Oh, yeah, without a doubt. Yeah, and I mean, it was a wonderful thing. I remember seeing your face light up just a couple of weeks ago as you were telling me, Sensei, I'm almost ready. Sensei, I'm almost <laughs> yeah. ready. Well, I was in here every day when I came with Logan, and I was always in here bothering uh, Joshu. You know, he'd be sitting in there as I would come in. I'm like, yeah, I'm trying to make a plan. I'm going to come back. I just don't know when, you know, as soon as I can. You know, yeah, I was chomping at the bit. Yeah, I remember exactly the day we told me. It's like, all right, Sensei, it's next week. <laughs> next week's the week. I'm so excited. So what was going through your mind as you were coming back to class? I was nervous about coming back. I'm not going to lie. I want, you know, first of all, I was thinking, what schedule am I going to do? I'm still doing therapy three times a week. I'm working. I go to therapy three times a week. Then I got Logan's schedule, my daughter's stuff going on. So I, I said, well, okay, let me try to get, I want to try to get back to Monday and, and Thursday. What's the schedule going to be like? And then also, who's going to be there? And always in the back of my mind, even though this doesn't, it just doesn't happen here but in the back of my mind i'm like i don't want to get out and ruin somebody's workout because i'm not going to pace or trying to rehab this or whatever but that isn't even the case here because everybody here works with you everybody here is willing to work with you and make sure you're getting what you need done and they're doing what they got to do it's not there's no egos here no one's ever said i'm not going to work with that person i'm not going to do this but that you know just in your own mind sometimes you have so so i was thinking about that a lot but it's it's turned out not to be that case at all anyway it's amazing you know. how much your own your own mind can be your own worst enemy sometimes. Yeah, right? it is, you know. I mean, even just the other night, I remember you worked with one of, one of our, our higher belts, Naveen. Oh, who's, yeah. Who's in real good shape. Now, he came back from a pretty big injury himself, but that's a story for a different day. And I remember you after the class, you and he were talking a little bit about, uh, you know, you know, you even apologized, like, I, I hope I didn't hold you back. <laughs> and he sent it back to you. He was like, what, are you kidding me? <laughs> No, that's, you know what, I was looking out the window looking for Gino. Uh, you know, Gino obviously is coming off an injury, and we kind of met up being able to kind of work together a little bit, which helps out. And um, I'm looking out the window, I don't see Gino, I see Naveen coming. So right away I'm going, all right, i got to switch gears because I'm going to be hitting with Naveen. And, you know, as you know, Naveen is a very, very fast guy, you know. But it was awesome. It was a good workout. You know, he, he didn't let up, you know, he and I, and, I was able to hang with the pace that he was setting, so I was happy with my performance that night for sure. It made me feel good, you know. And it's so nice to have the reassurance from somebody else as well. <coughs> so how difficult was it to start training again? I'm not. I'm not going to lie. It's 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 tough right now. Because I let myself go a little bit. I don't blame. I, I I don't blame anybody but myself for that. I gained a little weight back while I was out. Um, I always knew I was going to come back. I told Tammy the day I got hurt and the day, even the day I was having surgery, I said, I'm going to come back because um, one thing I know, one thing that helped me um, was I know the results that are going to come from, com I lived it already. So as long as I come here and I do, I put the work I have to put in, I'm going to get back to that. It's just a matter of time. But physically, yeah, it's it's a little demanding physically. You know, I've been out for seven months, and I'm coming back, and, you know, being sedentary for that long, and with the pain I have in the shoulder and everything, it's it's, it's rough, but it's, it's a good rough, because it's leading into a direction where I want to be and where I want to go. And I know it's it's right there. It's just, I have to just keep going in that direction, yeah. so... I tell people all the time, people sometimes fear the first step, and they think the first step is the scary one. And the first step, yeah, it's a little scary. 
But the step that's way scarier is the first step back on track after life has forced you to be off track for a little while, which is certainly the case with you. But you've made the, this step back already, and you're, you're in like gangbusters. Uh, and uh, I, I asked you to talk to you. I asked to talk to you uh, last class, and you're like, "Okay, yeah, I can be there at that time." And then, being typical John, he was here 20 minutes earlier. Than I, you know, I'm, that's just me. I try to instill that in my son too. I, I always tell him, if you're going to be somewhere, you be there early. You don't go late. You get there, you get there, or early, because, you know, you're not going to look at somebody and say, yeah, I'm going to be there. If they don't show up or whatever, that's fine. But if you're going to make an appointment to meet somebody, you get there, you get there early, you be prepared to do what you have to do. So, you know, and hopefully he takes that. Yeah. And it's, know, it's, so, so very, uh, it's so very much a snapshot of your mindset. You know, when it comes to, to being consistent to your training, to making sure you make your classes, to putting your effort in and everything like that, you don't ever miss a beat. And obviously that translates into why you saw the results that you saw in the past. So now what has the response been from your classmates now that you're back? It's I haven't seen everybody. I've seen a lot of people and it's just been it's been great. I mean everybody here is great. The, you come here, it doesn't matter if you're brand new, beginner, whatever you are. Everybody here welcomes you in. Everybody here is willing to work with you. And if you're out for a while, everybody's concerned. They're in, trying to be in contact with you to find out what's going on when you're coming back. And then once you're back, it's like everybody's just genuinely glad to see that you're back and you're doing good and that you're here. So, yeah, it's, it's been awesome, you know. I always compare it to a family because it's like when you haven't seen a member of your family for a long time, you're like, hey! No, it is. Hugs. The Tiger Show, and, and I'm sure it's like this in the other Skillman schools, too. It's, they're like a, it's like a family thing, you know. Everybody's networking. Everybody's, you know, with each other. Everybody's on the same sheet. Everybody wants to get on there and, do, and get the same results and help each other get the same results. So, yeah, it's definitely like a big family for 100%. sure. 100%. So now, now that you're back, I'm sure you've set some goals for yourself considering what you've achieved in the past. What are the next goals that you have for yourself? Um, short term, obviously short term is I want to get better, I want to get healthy, and I want to slowly work my way back up and build up to the level that I was at. You know, um, I put a lot of work to get there, so I definitely want to stay consistent and get back to that level. You know, um, Long term, I want to come here and I want to train as long as I can to, to maintain a healthy lifestyle, to maintain fit, you know, get, get in shape, stay in shape as long as I can, you know. So, I think your, your story of coming back, bouncing back out of an injury is so inspiring because life happens to a lot of people. A lot of people injure themselves in the silliest ways, you know, throw themselves off of course because this, that, or the other. And so often they're so afraid of that first step back because like I said it's scarier than the first one and the reason I think it's scarier than the first one is if you've been off track for a while your last memory of training is when you were in your best shape so you're thinking back to that level and you see yourself as so far away from that level but you don't realize how much better off you are now than you were when you first started no that, I think you're absolutely right there I think actually with with my foot injury I think I think what you're saying makes a lot of sense because I came here totally out of shape already with an injury and then I put the work in and got to a point where yeah I'm in almost the best shape of my life again and then I got injured again and now I'm out but I think because I had gone through that already and I came here and I did the work I did and I got the results from doing that work I kind of had a little bit of an edge that says okay look I, I go back I train, the results are going to be there. I just have to put in the work, and it's all going to be there. It's all going to come together, you know. I can see where somebody 
might have the mindset of I'm injured, I'm old, I'm you know, and then yeah, be scared, you know, maybe I can't do that. But I think if you just, like you said, you get out there and you give it a try and then you just take it. I got this thing. I know I didn't make it up, but I have this thing and I always put it on our chat group whenever I'm talking to anybody. I'm like, um, okay, so, you know, stay strong, train hard, take it one day at a time. That's it. Just do today. Come here today, get on the mat, put in the work I got to put in, come off the mat, today's over. Tomorrow's another day. Come back tomorrow, do the same thing. Exactly. So and that would be out. exactly what I would say to anybody who might be sitting on the sidelines because there's some injury that life might have thrown their way. I mean, I, I think I, I was going to ask you that, that question as to what you would <laughs> tell somebody who was sitting on the sidelines themselves. But I think John just gave you the best advice you could possibly give. So, John, do you have anything else you want to tell anybody who's listened to this story so far? Um, just, yeah, if you're sitting there, if you're hurt, or if, even if you're not hurt, you want to get into some kind of shape, whatever it is you want to do, just go do it. Just start doing it. Take it one day at a time. Just get that first day over with. When that first day is done, you're going to turn around and say, okay, I just did that. No problem. Tomorrow's another day. I'm going to do it again. And then before you know it, three, four days going by, it's a week. Now it's a month. Now it's a year. Four years later, I'm still here, you know? So I'm living proof, really. Yeah, just keep moving forward. That's it. John, I, I couldn't have come up with a better podcast uh, ending if I had written it ahead of time with, with all sorts of preparation. So again, thank you for your time. Thank you for your story. Thank you for your sentiments. Uh, for you guys who are listening, thank you for listening. Uh, again, please rate, uh, review, subscribe. Please share the podcast too. That's actually the best compliment you can give me is if you share this around on your social media. Speaking of social media, you can find my school. Uh, we're on Twitter and Instagram at TSMMA underscore Smithtown. Uh, you can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Tiger Shulman Smithtown. You can find us online at TSK Smithtown. Find me online via email at senseileonelli at gmail. Uh, I'm at sensei underscore Leonelli on Instagram and on Twitter. Uh, and uh, you can also find the podcast on Instagram. We're at TS Smithtown Podcast. So that's everything I have for you guys for this week. Until next time, I'll see you guys on the mat.